Hello, everyone, and welcome to Define. Today, we're going to be trying something a little different. Normally, after I do an interview, I do a breakdown in a blog post about a defining character trait. And we're going to be defining a trait, but not so much a character trait this time. We're going to dive, and we're not doing a blog post. I'm not doing a blog post on this topic either, not because it's not relevant and I'm not going to be bringing up some points I want to keep reiterating, but because this isn't based off of a study, this isn't my normal layout, this is kind of me going anecdotally on how I'm working on this topic in particular. So I hope it's helpful and I hope you love it. And I hope I can do one where it actually goes to the behavioral science of it. But this time we're just trying something new. So let's just hop in. Today we're defining support. You know, after listening to the Define Kirsten interview, and if you haven't had a chance, absolutely go check it out. She's an incredible person. And one of the things that really stuck out to me when I was interviewing her was how much that she is supporting other people right now. She's gone through a lot. She's experienced some really difficult, traumatic things. And what she's doing with that, with her co-founder at Relationship Recovery, is helping other people go through and work through what she did. And I love that. I love that there are more people and organizations than I can count that are out there trying to help people go through hard, go through hard things a little better, whether that's by supporting them financially with education or even just acting as a shoulder to shoulder to cry on. I think that's a huge deal. And I love that there's so many great people. It makes me feel better about the world in general, to be quite honest. So as I think about support, as that's standing out to me, I've realized it's always been kind of a tricky topic for me. Not because I don't want to support other people. I mean, I'll I'll drop anything for someone who needs me or if someone's another single mom or getting divorced or something I can help with. I don't care if you're a stranger. I'll bend over backwards to try to help you out because I understand, because I've been there. But for me, Asking for help, accepting support has always been a challenge. And as I've thought about that and look back on my life, because really, you know, I've talked about this in future in past episodes where, you know, being pregnant, getting divorced, trying to graduate, those things were crazy difficult. But I wouldn't, and as much as I do appreciate that I was able to do those, there's no way. No way I could have done that on my own. I had my parents, you know, my friend who uh, is actually our next interview, Katie. She actually came with me when I left my husband. And without that kind of support, I, I don't think I could have done that. You know, with my siblings, my professors, my advisors, my boss at the time, all these people helped me do something I would not have been able to do otherwise. It was already really hard to do with all that support, but it would have been impossible without their help. You know, even just the the girl who gave me a compliment in the elevator, just these little moments of emotional support or, or just being buoyed up in any way, those changed the game for me, right? It, It made something impossible, although still incredibly ridiculously difficult, it made it doable. And so there's nothing that I've accomplished in my life without support, whether it's, you know, spiritual from from God or in all the other ways. And it's overwhelming 
when you think about it. The thing is, the reason I think now, because, you know, before I was very independent, don't ask for help, don't ask for help, don't ask for help. And as a single mom, I've had to learn and relearn that you need to ask for help. You need to ask for help. Your kids need you to ask for help. And I've asked it of their dad and stepmom. I've asked it of my in-laws. I've asked it of my parents. I've asked it of neighbors. Thankfully, my children are surrounded by amazing people who love them and volunteer because they know I'm stubborn. <laughs> um, but, you know, just it's amazing. It's It's overwhelming. And it makes me embarrassed to admit the thing that I've been struggling with the most recently is not that I don't have support, but that's not coming in the form that I want it to. And what I mean by that is I'm very, very frustrated that I'm not married again. It's it's hard. It's a hard thing. And it's, you know, I, I sound like a whiny child at this, so I hope you bear with me. But it's it's difficult because when I think of support, when I think of love and someone who has your back, in my mind, I've always wanted that to be my husband, right? You know, your partner, your teammate, someone who's raising your family with you, who's going through this world with you in a very deep and special way. And I've been more than guilty of being ungrateful and blind to some amazing support I've received because it was not in the form I wanted it to come in. And I think that's so unfair. Like looking at that and thinking about that is so unfair of me to belittle the love and support that's come my way because it wasn't the form I wanted it to. You know what I mean? And, you know, I hope I'm the fluke. I hope no one else is guilty of that, but I have a feeling I'm not. (laughs) And it's been difficult to stop and think and become aware that although that hasn't happened for me yet, that doesn't mean that support hasn't shown up and love hasn't shown up. And as fun and as effective as a pity party I can throw, I'm doing myself a disservice by not seeing the support that's been showing up for me. And that's hard and that's very humbling because, you know, it's, it's this question that I keep battling of, well, this is how it's supposed to work out, right? I mean, we've all, we've all heard those stories or the jokes or whatever where, you know, the man's in the middle of the ocean and he's praying for someone to save him. A boat comes by. He's like, no, I'm waiting for God to save me. And then the boat leaves and then the helicopter comes by. Oh, I'm waiting for God's name. Boat le- uh, helicopter leaves. And then, you know, he drowns. He's like, what are you, why, where were you? I sent a boat and a helicopter over. You know what I mean? And it's, I mean, how true is that? And it's something that I've been very guilty of, especially recently. You know, life doesn't pan out how you think it's supposed to all the time. In fact, hardly ever does it pan out exactly how we think it's supposed to. But that doesn't mean it's not panning out. I I remember very vividly during my divorce, there was something in particular I was praying for. And I wanted it to work out in a very specific way. And I've prayed very earnestly for many, many things. But I've got to tell you, I don't think I've prayed with that much desperate energy. Except in that moment where I knew what I wanted. And although I couldn't fast, I was, I was doing everything I could to make this very specific thing happen. And it didn't. It didn't happen. I was 
honestly, truly hoping that I would end up back together with my husband. And it didn't happen. And that was really hard. And there was a moment where I realized that it wasn't going to. And that was heart-wrenching for me. You know, as, as hard as it was, and although I look back and I completely understand why, it's still very difficult. Because the thing that I thought was completely reasonable <laughs> and that I wanted more than anything at the time didn't happen. But that being said, like I mentioned earlier, looking back, gosh, there were so many amazing miracles and incredible things that have happened since that time. That the thing I prayed for, the thing I really wanted, still happened. It just didn't happen the way that I thought it was meant to. And having to remember that and be reminded of that as I strive to come over this, I you know, I think about now, it's like I I want to be married again. It's a very sincere desire. It's a very real, heavy, present wish. And in the meantime, it's not that I've been sitting and waiting. You know, I'm working on myself. I'm improving my parenting. I'm financially independent. I've done all the things in my mind. Hey, I've checked my list off. (laughs) I've I've done everything I need to do to be a good wife. So where is he? You know, and it's not because I've had a lack of great options. There are a lot of amazing people out there. It just hasn't felt right. And that's been hard. But by doing that, by thinking, okay, well, I am doing this. So I deserve to have this kind of support. I deserve to have this kind of love. I want to show up in the form of a husband who is going to work with me and we're gonna have a great life. Now that may still happen, but the way I've been doing it is wrong. I need to, and I'm working on it. If you have any advice, that would be great. Please send that over. But just having to realize and see that just because support isn't showing up the way that I think it's supposed to doesn't mean it's not showing up. You know, I have an amazing life. I do. And I hate seeing in myself that I've ignored some incredible love and support by so many people and in so many ways, but because I've been so hyper-focused on wanting to see support in this one way that I've been blind and ungrateful to it. And that's not all right. You know, it's just, it's not. And I have a wonderful neighborhood. I have an amazing family. I have been blessed with a lot of amazing career opportunities and mentors. My children are incredible. And they put up with a lot from their mom, (laughs) who's a constant work in progress. And my in-laws and my ex-husband and his wife have been huge blessings. And their baby sister, huge blessings too. You know, it's just, we're surrounded by so much love and support. And I hate the fact that I've limited myself to only see what type of love and support is not there. And I I am embarrassed to share this. I sound incredibly whiny, I'm sure. <laughs> but I, I hope that by being open with the things that I'm working on and that I'm struggling with and seeing it myself, that I can help you see it too. Or worst case, just get empathy for someone. You're like, what the heck's wrong with you? Look, this is hard. We're all human. We all want things to pan out a certain way, something that makes sense to us. And even, frankly, something we feel we deserve. Like, I... I look on paper at who I am 
and what I'm doing in my life. And I, I think, and I get told this, and it's very frustrating here. And if you said this to me, I'm, I'm not upset about this. Don't beat yourself up. Just, you know, when I get told, oh, you're amazing. I can't believe you're not married yet. Or I can't believe you haven't found someone. It's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> but at the same time, how lucky I am that I have people who think that of me and who share that with me to, to buoy me up. And give me hope and give me compliments when sometimes it's hard. And, you know, when I think about showing up, when I think about support in general, I don't think any of us, when we, when we look at the moment times of support and love that meant the most to us, when I look back, I don't, I don't think I've had a lot where it was exactly what I expected it to be. Right, I think the moments of support and love that have impacted me the most are the ones that were unexpected, or the ones that I couldn't have imagined. And what a cool way to live, where you can see all those things and notice the times where you are loved and supported that, that came to you in a way that you weren't expecting. I have a pretty vivid imagination. I have a, you know, I'm a big daydreamer. I, I fantasize and daydream a lot about what could be. And it makes me really good as a marketer. And it makes me really good at my job and when I talk to people. But sometimes it's hard for me to even think that I could be surprised because of, you know, like, well, I've imagined this, but it still happens. I'm still surprised by people's thoughtfulness and gifts and attention and what they do for my children and what they do for me and my family. It's still overwhelming, and I'm still always surprised. I got a letter this week from someone that I didn't even know listened to my stuff, and they wrote me a very heartfelt card. And, you know, it's just I'm learning and constantly relearning that even though I don't understand why some things don't pan out the way that I think they should, that I will always be surprised at how much joy there is in life and how much people are there for me, even when I can't see it. Maybe even especially when I can't see it. Thank you for listening, and I hope that this has been helpful. This has probably been more helpful to me to record just because it's something that I'm struggling with. I'm having a hard time. And it's really hard to admit that or say that, especially when life is really good. It it truly is. I really have no complaints. The only complaint is that I'm not as far along in perfection as I want to be. And I hope that if you're struggling with something similar, you show yourself some grace and that you know that as long as you're working towards it, that you are worthy of all the support and love you need. And maybe if you're not seeing it, that it's showing up in a different way than you expected. And I know I'm going to keep my eye out for that and what a perfect time of year to do so. And I hope you can see it too. Thank you so much for listening. And if you know, if you have an idea of a topic that wants to be discussed or you want to nominate someone to hear more about their story, please do so at kayleespeaks.com slash podcast. And I hope you all have a great day. Thank you.